Welcome. This is Awareness for Everyone, an exploration of conscious reality creation, mindfulness, and employing awareness tools for optimizing your life experience. I am MJ Bleehart, writer, blogger, editor, voice artist, and 21st century philosopher. This week's topic, how do mindfulness and awareness go hand in hand? How do they go hand in hand? Well, this is something I have been exploring for more than 10 years. I really started getting into this when I laid out my pathwalking philosophy. What that is, is my personal philosophy about how each of us has the opportunity and the options to choose our paths in this life. Rather than letting life live us, we make choices and decisions so that we are the ones living our lives. That being said, a part of that involves mindfulness. In fact, the only way to make it truly work is via mindfulness. I am always learning new things along the way. I am a huge, avid reader. And while I used to read in fits and spurts rather sporadically, over the last year, I started a new routine. Every single morning when I get up, I go and read. I read at least one chapter of fiction and one chapter of nonfiction. That way, I have been going through books a lot faster than I used to. I read over 40 books last year via all of this habit that I developed, and I am very fond of this particular habit. Here's the cool thing about this. In my reading, I am constantly reevaluating and changing elements of how I approach veritably everything in my life. One of the things that's been very staid and very steady and unchangeable over the last decade has been my belief in mindfulness and how it can be used for change. What I've neglected, however, is the far bigger, far greater use of mindfulness when it comes to just simply existing and being present and understanding what exactly that means. Mindfulness is conscious awareness of not just what's happening in the world around us. That part's actually very, very easy. Spend any time on social media, tune into any news network, pick up a magazine or a newspaper, and you can be completely aware of what's going on in the world around us. But mindfulness, in the context that it's normally talked about, is not about the external world. It's about our internal selves. It's what's going on within us. It's conscious awareness, which is why mindfulness and awareness go hand in hand, here and now, right at this moment of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. That goes a lot deeper than most people realize. There is a lot that goes into this because we are made up of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. The only person inside your head is you. My voice might be there at the moment, but I'm not. You're alone in there. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I certainly don't want other people randomly inside my head, reading my mind, or seeing my thoughts unfiltered, because there are things in there that are not meant for anybody but me. This is why over the years I've written letters to people to clear things out of my head that I would never, ever share. That is data they don't need. I write it for myself when I've written those letters. That's something that I do when it comes to my own awareness and my mindfulness and being conscientious of it and working more with it. 
One of the big things I constantly explore in the concept of mindfulness is how we can choose these things that exist in our lives for ourselves. And by these things, I mean virtually everything. But this isn't just about tangible versus intangible. It's really all about just the general ability to make choices. All of us are empowered to do incredible things. Each and every one of us can choose for ourselves how we desire to live our lives. And the primary means for this is mindfulness. But mindfulness all by itself is not necessarily about making choices for the future, about change. That's what I've been focused on for the last 10 years. I have really put a lot of emphasis on mindfulness as a means by which we can create, find, and foment change. And while it's good for that, because it totally is, that's not the base point of mindfulness. The root of mindfulness is really more about just being aware and recognizing not just what's going on outside of ourselves, but what's happening inside of ourselves. We have a real problem, especially here in the United States, when it comes to mental health. We're terrible at mental health. We neglect ourselves all the bloody time. We are constantly told to put others first. We are constantly shown examples of how self-care is selfish. And because of this, as well as some other schizophrenic messages that really make no sense when you get right down to it, we are constantly putting ourselves in a place where our mental health is abused. The last two years and coping with the pandemic and COVID-19 is a perfect example. Everybody has been traumatized in one way or another. I've lost lots of people to COVID. I've also known way more people who got it and survived it, largely because they vaccinated and were doing the right things so that they wouldn't die from it. But the point is that it has utterly changed our lives in ways that we still don't quite recognize. It's revealed a lot of cracks in the foundations of our society, and it's also really showing us just how abused our mental health is. And we don't take that into account for ourselves. We don't consider how we aren't mindful of who, what, when, where, or why we are more often than we should be. More often than not, we're completely caught up in being who other people expect us to be. You are the spouse, the son or daughter, the employee, the teacher, the student. Take your pick. You get this label attached to you, and that's the identity that you're given. And because of that identity, you wind up in this position where your mental health just doesn't get considered because you're not aware of it until there's a crisis. Mindfulness is being consciously aware here and now of what you are thinking, what and how you are feeling, what you might be doing and what intentions you have behind what you're doing. That, in turn, puts you in touch with your conscious awareness, which is your current of-the-moment self and how you're perceiving the world outside of you and inside of you at the same time. 
But that also connects you to your subconscious, which is the part of you that is buried deep down wherein lies your beliefs, your values, and your habits. It also connects you to your ego, which is often what gets attached to those particular labels. It's also what you project out to the world and sometimes also back into yourself. It's the reflection of who you believe yourself to be that's often untrue, but that's a whole other story. Mindfulness is not just a tool we can use to foment change, to make alterations to who, what, where, etc. that we are. Mindfulness all by itself is just being consciously aware. It's practicing, asking ourselves questions about the who, what, why, where, how, and when of ourselves, rather than putting our focus on things we have zero control over, like, say, other people, the economy, the government, that kind of thing. Instead, mindfulness allows us to know who we are, what we're thinking and feeling, and what we're doing with our lives. A lot of people feel that that's crazy, and that that's selfish, and that it doesn't do us any good. But the truth is, if more people were mindful and aware and practicing mindfulness to be aware, I firmly believe we'd be better at asking questions of our lives and examining our lives to see where the cracks are and to see how we can be empowered. Rather than employ mindfulness to recognize where we are in the present and redirect ourselves towards a given extreme, it's really better to just be mindful. And by a given extreme, I'm talking about things like positivity and negativity, good and bad, big and small, all the extremes on opposite ends of the various scales of our universe that we look at, that's oftentimes what we get focused on are those things. Democrat, Republican, American, Canadian. Take your pick. All of these labels and extremes that when all is said and done don't mean a thing, and more importantly than that, most of us exist somewhere in the middle of. Sure, okay, I was born and raised in America, though I could probably make a really good argument that I'm at least part Canadian since my mother was born in Canada and her parents, one of them was Canadian. So does that make me a quarter Canadian? Maybe. Does it matter? No. But it's one of those things that we look at and we look at these extremes. I'm a person. That's where I fall in the middle of these particular completely artificial extremes. Mindfulness helps us recognize that we can be here now in the present and not just use that to alter where we are right now, but to really be aware, truly aware of what we are doing, who we are, where we are, and hopefully from that, why we are. We can make all kinds of use of mindfulness so that we can make changes and control change because change is pretty much the one and only constant in the entire universe. But more than that, mindfulness is how we just generally know ourselves and get to know and be truly aware of where that puts us amongst other people on this planet in our own lives and with the people that are there with us. It's really that simple. And yet, it's complicated because we do neglect it and ignore it, and we don't treat health issues 
that are mental, emotional, or spiritual in nearly the same light that we treat physical issues. And it's something that we really all can do more with when we're all more aware. And one of the best ways to do that is via the practice of mindfulness. One of the reasons my approach has been shifting and why I'm starting to change it again is, like I said, I do a lot of reading. And right now I'm reading a book by a psychologist named Adam Grant. The book is called Think Again. The concept is we are not taught the best ways to think scientifically and to really examine not all sides of a given situation, but rethink, not just think, to change our thinking along the way for growth, for knowledge, for mindfulness. And it's, I'm totally dumbing this down in my summation of it, but it's been very, very profound to me because I'm looking at this and going, ooh, this opens up ideas I've never thought about before. And it's making me really rethink my approach. I have been the preacher of the mindfulness gospel for 10 years. And while I still hold to mindfulness being incredibly empowering, I also recognize that my approach is a little too one note. It's a little too unnuanced. So maybe when I consider that mindfulness by itself, without it having a purpose for change or for being you know, more positive or more negative or whatever you have, but just being aware. What if that is so much more important? What if we can all make better use of that to find out where we are in this world and what impact we have and if we are truly content with the way we are growing, changing, and evolving? So if you're looking for a good read, I highly recommend Think Again by Adam Grant great book, and very, very approachable. It's not super technical, scientific, psychological stuff. I mean, it's there, but it's all in a very approachable way, and I'm really enjoying reading it. So I recommend this book. What I'd like to do is share with you a resource for mindfulness, and it's something that a lot of people don't give consideration to, but it's something all of us can practice to be more mindful. This is not with any end goal for change, for alteration, or for direction. The point of this is to be mindful and be present in this moment. And this is a really simple idea I'm going to share with you, and it's just this. Ask yourself the following questions, but ask them aloud. Pause and ask them somewhere where you can answer them by yourself. And don't feel like a weirdo because you're talking to yourself. This is some really super helpful things that'll help you be mindful and, as such, consciously aware. These questions include, What am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What intention do I have behind any things I am doing? Just asking these questions of ourselves and really listening to ourselves to hear what we're going to answer makes us consciously aware. And that, ultimately, is the power of mindfulness. Thank you for joining me for Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and employing other awareness tools for optimizing our life experiences. 
you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show and to Fima Honey. She is the creator of my cover art. If you're interested in commissioning work from her, you can email her at veinsofink2017 at gmail.com. And please check out her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published books on Amazon. Thank you, and I hope that you are discovering how awareness for everyone begins with you and me, and is something that we can practice to live to the fullest and really understand our life experiences. Music